very happy to be here again tonight to read a scripture and to pray for the sick and the needy. I was very happy to hear the great victory last night that the Lord gave. Just the end of the service, it seemed to be that the Spirit of the Lord broke forth and came down upon the people into the glorious things that done for his glory. I'm very thankful for that. And it can be each night. Some of those who are on cops and some of the animals, stretchers, studying what they said, of course, they have to tell me that. I just become lost to the things themselves. But God will respect their faith. He will respect people's faith who believe in him. Did you believe that? With all of our heart, I believe it. Now, the meetings are growing on and we feel ourselves that we're having a, a glorious time. I was talking to the minister, brethren, today we were out this morning for just a, a, a breakfast. They taken me out and I was very happy to get personally acquainted with many of your fine ministers from different churches. Some of them from the Pentecostal church and some from the I'll be Foursquare, I'm the Church of God, and the Missionary Fellowship Church, and all those dear brothers all together as one. That's the way we, when God can work with us when we get like that. When ministers get their hearts together, then they'll bring the church together. You know, I believe that when Jesus shall appear, that he will not ask us whether we belong to a certain denomination of church. He's going to, we're going to be judged according to what we've done about him in our heart. Christianity doesn't mean somebody that belongs to a certain church. It means that somebody's been born in the kingdom of God. Now, I know that we have denominations of the churches today who deny that blood. Well, brother and sister, if you take the blood of Christ out of here, you, you haven't got no more than just some philosophy or something. It's the blood that makes an atonement. It's the blood that saves. And it's the blood that heals. It's the blood that cleanses. That is the real thing of God. It's the blood. And I'm, I'm happy tonight to know that people still believe in the blood. It's the blood of Christ. And I do not believe in this social gospel they have today. These cults that go around saying, well, there's no such a thing as the blood and, and the Holy Spirit. You just, you're not a Christian and do that. You can't be. You, you can't be a Christian without being born again. That's right. You can't be, no matter what you try to profess. But he said, no man can say Jesus is the Christ only by the Holy Ghost. See? If you're just taking what somebody else said, you're going to what someone said. But you'll never know it until the Holy Ghost has filled you with his presence and witnessed through you that he is the Holy Spirit in Christ. I know we to believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is born in the Spirit of God. But you're only taking what somebody else said until it's a witness to you. I remember dear brother belonged to the same church that I belong to. He said, Brother Van, the Bible says that whosoever believeth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is born of the Spirit of God. And I said, and it's also written that no man can say Jesus is the Christ only by the Holy Ghost. It's all. See, he said, well, if you believe it, I said, you're taking what somebody else said. 
You've got to have a witness to that. Know yourself. You're saying what Mother said, what Father said, what the minister said. But when he asked Peter, who do you say I am? He said, Thou art Christ, the Son of, of God. He said, Blessed are thou, Simon Jones. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father, which is in heaven, upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Hold fast to the right. Do what's right. God will bless you. Now, in Luke, the seventh chapter, I wish to read tonight the first ten verses. I always try to read because that I, I know that God will honor his word. Now, when he had ended all this, this saying, in the audience of the people, he entered into communion, and a certain centurion servant who was spirit was dear unto him, was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews to see to him that he would come and heal his servant. And when he came to Jesus and besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy for whom he should do this, for he loved our nation, and he has built us a synagogue. Jesus went with them, and when he was now not far from the house, sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou should enter under my roof. Oh, I love that. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee. He sent the Jews to see But say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. I like For I am also a man set under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, go, and he goeth. And to another, come. And he cometh. And to my servant do this, and he doeth it. Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turned him about, and said unto the people that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. They were sent, returned to the house, and found his servant whole that had been sick. That's the way Our Heavenly Father, we have come again tonight, and Going into the second week now, quite a long series of services. We're thankful that many cops have sat here empty and gone tonight. Many who are setting bound are up moving among those who are, are healthy today. Many who are sick, troubled, near death are now healed. And we're thankful, Lord, for these things. Many that were sinners, bound down, were shackled with sin. Hundreds have been converted, brought into the recognition of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, by the blood of His Son, Christ Jesus. How we love you for that. And now, Lord, tonight, again, the eighth night, I ask thee tonight, Lord, as... Tonight may be a real time of 
fellowship around the Word, fellowship around the Spirit of God, that all that are here in need with one great coming forth tonight might receive faith to be healed. May this be a glorious meeting that will long be remembered because of your presence. Grant, Lord, that something will be said tonight or done that will cause the wayward to turn to Christ. For we believe and feel pressed in the Spirit that great judgments are upon these lands in the last days. Pray, disease germs already bred up to be scattered throughout the nation. No doctor knows even how to take a hold of it. Oh, God, we'll have to believe in divine healing bands. Our nations are breeding germs together to burst them in bombs. Billions die in hours over it. But, oh, we're so thankful that when the destroying angel went forth, you said, Touch not none that has the seal of the Father upon their forehead. They are mine. Oh, we're so glad tonight to be under the blood safely protected as Israel in the days of old, putting the blood upon the lintel of the door and upon the doorpost, sign of the cross. When the death angel was sweeping the land, the dark wings bowed down, but when he seen the blood, it rose again, and I'll pass over you. Waiting, sacrificial lamb's been killed, we take his body under the blood, safe. And all God waiting for the midnight hour to come when the march out is called. We're going out some of these nights to the promised land. Girded, shod with the gospel of peace, the full armor on the whole armor of the gospel going forward. Help us, dear God, to buckle up tight tonight. Examine the post and the lintel to see if the blood's there, then walk forward to challenge every enemy. Knowing that our great chief captain, the one that met Joshua after crossing the river, said, I'm the captain of the host of the Lord. Oh, God, Joshua trembled. He knew that you were leading, and we know tonight the morning star is over. Banners are gleaming, the color streaming, and we're bound to win if we trust in him who will not fail us. Grant tonight, Lord, that many things may be done. Send your spirit. Give people faith to. Sometimes it startles them, Father. They can't realize the, the presence, this great thing that Jehovah of the Old Testament, Jesus of the New, the Holy Spirit in this day, standing here tonight to make good any promise that he's made. Bless us, Lord. Then send your gift, which is secondary to all this, that it might work to bring the people, to edify the church, to bring us to a realization of your presence. For we ask it in the name of our Son, Jesus. Amen. Night grew on, of course, a higher and higher more. It is the truth that I believe as physical man tears down, the spiritual man has a chance for fasting and things are gone. He can have a chance to work upon these five senses of ours to bring us to believe and have faith in him. I like the attitude of this 
auditorium tonight, as we've just read off, he, he was a man that felt unworthy. As long as you're feeling unworthy of the blessing you're asking, you're pretty apt to get it. But when you get to a place where you think that God just owes it to you, that's when you're, you're mistaken. And we're in debt to God, not God in debt to us. We're indebted to God. And this Roman, Italian, whatever he was, he said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you would come under my roof, and neither thought I worthy to come face you. In other words, I sent your church to meet you and to ask this question. But I have faith. I know that you're a man under authority, or I'm under authority. You don't have to come down to my house to put your hands on my my servant. You don't have to come here and say any prayer. Notice. Now be sure to get this. He said, I'm a man under authority also. And if I say to this man, you go do it, he'll do it. If I say to this man, you come here, he'll come. I'm under authority. And then who are under me has to obey me. And he knew that that was the Son of God. And that every sickness and every demon was under him. And all he had to do was just speak the word. Not pray, just speak the word, that's all. And it would be done because every demon would have to obey him. You believe that tonight? Every demon will obey God. It has to. Everything obeys God. And it will obey you if you have faith. Joshua stopped the sun. Is that true? Somebody said, all things are possible with God. Nothing impossible, but all things are possible to you also. Nothing impossible to them that believe. All things are possible. Brought right down and made you. You just know who God was. What I'm afraid that the church doesn't know their authority. I'm afraid that Holy Ghost-born man doesn't realize their authority or the authority that God has permitted to his church. I'll give unto thee the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose will be loose. I'll give you power over serpents and over uh, all kinds of diseases, everything, and nothing shall harm you. Exercise your faith. Let it loose. Let God have his way. God will grant it to you. Now, let's look who God is just a little bit. I'm feeling for something tonight. I've asked for something. I believe he's going to grant it. I believe it with all my heart. Now, you be in prayer. I can't speak until he speaks. Let's just take back and find out just a minute who God is. Let's look back at the beginning of time. This is a, a little picture I want to draw so you can get some conception of who this being is in our midst tonight that's moving among us. If you could only realize who that is, healing would be a secondarily or a minor thing to you. If you could just see who he is. Now let's take back a hundred billion years ago. 
then take back a hundred billion years before that, and just keep on going back. You're not long ago, I was in California, that's the observatory, they have a glass there. And they can see 120 million years of light space, our past life there. And beyond that is still space. That's where we're hanging at tonight. But let's think of before there ever was anything, there was God. He was in the beginning. And let's see him, the picture, out there in, in space. That's Jehovah we're speaking of. And watch how the Trinity of God comes to man. Just for a moment. And there, that great space where no one can fathom in the mind beyond that. That space, eternity. That's Jehovah God out there. And we're taught in the beginning that the Logos, or the Son of God, went out of God. Now, I do not believe in eternal sonship. That's even radical to even mention such a thing, eternal sonship. He had an eternal sonship. Well, if he's an eternal sonship, how can he be a son? He had to have a beginning. So, he first was God, Jehovah, and out of him, let's just picture now as a little drama so you can get it. Let's see, coming out of space where there's nothing, let's make it a little white light, like a mystic light, like a halo. And that was the Logos that went out of God in the beginning. That was the Son of God that came out of the bosom of the Father. That was what was in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh in the world. In the beginning was God. Then out of God came the Logos. A part of God that went out of God. Let's notice this. Now, I have to make this before going back into it, just like a little picture of drama here for you a moment, in order to get one point to you, what is in our midst tonight. And in there, I see this just like a child playing before the door. It was the Son of God, the Logos. And I can see him out there, and he's safe and said, let there be life. And there was nothing. But there was something happened. And an atom turned. There began to whirl around this way. The sun began to come into existence because he said, let there be. There's the authority. Where do you make it from? I don't know. There was nothing to make it from. But he believed his own word. And there was life. I can see a peace flower over there, some meter. After a few million years, or a hundred billions of years, if you want to call it, and it circles way out, I see him standing there watching. It falls down in here. He stops it after it falls a few million years and let it hang there in orbit. Here goes another flying off the sun. It goes over here. It stops it there. What's he doing? Writing his first Bible. Notice human beings once look towards the heavens. And he puts all the stars in the heavens, the zodiac, starting off from the first beginning up with Leo the lion, first coming of Christ, second coming. Came as Father Virgin, come again as the line of the tribe of Judah. There he puts the first Bible, oh, back in the days and ancient days, they looked at those things, 
Today he's got his Bible wrote here. But he wrote in the heavens that man would look up and realize that Jehovah the Creator lives above. And then I can see him, he looked at that. I can see him speak to this world, and there's an icicle. Whatever it was, way away. He moved over here, I see this little light going out. Now we got to the Father, and out of the Father came the light. And I can see that light moving over here to pull the earth over near the sun, right off. And he begins to lay and raise the water up, separating the land, the earth, and the water is open. Then he begins to create, and he made the beaches of the sea, the vegetable line, but the cattle on the hill. It all looks good to him. Then he said, let us make man in our own sea, after our life. Right? All right. So he made a man. God was spirit. He had to be a spirit man. He made He put him here on the earth to lead the animal life and so forth. Like the Holy Spirit should be leading the church today. That's his name. Then when he put him, his old man to deal with soil, and he put him in five sections. Therefore, scientists could be They're spiritual to himself. He might have given him a hand like a monkey, a foot like a bear, or whatever he wanted to be, but he put his spirit in him, he made him a soul. There's the difference. We're not coming from any animal life. No, sir, we're not any descent from any animal life. God made us. Right. Then how I noticed. Then he was here on earth, and he gave him a help and so forth. He had blessed fellowship with the Father. And then... We are going to make this second man. The first man you can't see. God, the second man was a halo. And now let's take the third man and make him like a little white cloud. Something more he can see. Holy Spirit. Coming down. He's all man. That's the soul of man. He's all man. And as this man sinned, he mired that soul. Blackness. Darkness coming with him. And then God came down and lived in man. Suffered with man. He redeemed man. And the Holy Spirit comes into man and drives that blackness and sin away from him and brings him back into perfect fellowship of heart of God. And now we, by the blood of Christ, who cleanses us from sin, we become sons and daughters of God. Who is God? The one that stood there and rolled stars off of his hands and rolled worlds out of his hands and made of things that do not appear deity. And deity himself lives in man. The creator that made heavens and earth lives in mankind. Amen. Why no wonder, Crickle, when you realize that, can straighten out the creator's here. No wonder Brian that can't see opens up. The creator's here. The creator. Realize me, the Bible says we are sons and daughters of God. His offspring. Now that we are something like God was. Jesus said himself, it is written, you are God. Written in your law. We become a part of God. A son of God. By adoption through Jesus Christ. Therefore, if you realize that the very God that made the dirt and the earth and whatever shirt is living among man, where is our faith at, friends? And he said, these things that I do when he was on earth, greater shall you do, for I go unto my Father. Whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe, you receive them, you shall have them. That's the Creator speaking. Is that right?
time, then it does lay him in and lays him out. Then we in fellowship brought Adam lost in the fall, Christ restored in his death. Do you believe that? To bring man back into fellowship with God. Now, the church has moved up to that fellowship with God. Communion. Like Adam had in the beginning of the Garden of Eden. Taken all sin away. Free from condemnation. Holy Spirit cleansing us from all sin. Now you're free to exercise the next step in God. See? If you were dying, I stood by the I've seen the thought they were saved and told them when they were dying. I've seen those who really knew they were saved and went out to speak to them. I've watched them in all stages as they come. Be sure that you're right with God before you leave here. Don't take what somebody else says. You be sure yourself that you're right with God. Now a deity here with me. Deity in us. Yet a little while and the world seeth me no more. That's Christmas. Yet ye shall see me, for I'll be with you, even in you, unto the end of the world. Then Christ is in his church until there's no more world. Then if we can find where Christ is working in his church, that's the church I want to be in. Now the believer today, most people say he's a good man. He paid tithing to the church. He's a good member. That's very fine. That's a moral lie. I don't know one could speak evil of that. But that's not what I'm talking about. Jesus judged a man, a believer, a different type of a character. Jesus, the last words that he said when he left the world, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Is that right? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Is that right? I ever church will come that far, but what about the rest of it? He says, These signs shall follow them that believe. You believe it? These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Speak with you, God. Take up serpents and drink deadly things not harm them. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. And he was taken up from the midst of them, and the disciples returned with great joy, and preached the word everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs and wonders. Is that right? Now that was to be preached until Jesus returned. Oh God, give us men and women of courage somebody who will stand and call right, right, and wrong, wrong. It's either right or wrong. If that isn't, a, if that isn't, I read that Mark 16. If that isn't the truth, I don't believe the Bible. And if I don't believe the Bible, if I was wasn't for Jesus, I'd be here against me. God grants a day when men and women will be what they say they are. If you're a Christian, live like it, be like it, act like it. If you're not, be against it. So people know where you're standing. If I didn't believe it, I'd be against it. But I'm willing to put my soul on any phase of that word to say that it's the truth. I believe that's the inspired word of God. 
And I believe that every word of it is inspired. And I'm willing to trust my life anytime on God's word and his promise, for it is true. Now, just a little instance of and we'll start praying for the sick. Notice. Now, the only way that you'll ever get anywhere with God is to believe that he's here and he's in the water of those who fill it to his feet. And God will believe. And God, if I should say to, to this man, young fellow, two of them sitting here in the wheelchair, if I would say to them, uh, uh, rise up, you're healed, you can walk. Many of these people sitting on here this wheelchair. If I say to them, rise up and walk, for Christ is healed. Now I then say, now look, I've been crippled a lot. That will be all. You've got to have faith to believe that I have told you the truth. And I would not tell you unless first I know it was the truth. And I'm sure, though me being a man and subject to this faith, that God is infallible and can't make a mistake. And he said, if you believe, according to your faith, be it unto you, is that right? We believe it. Now, many times I look on the sick, people criticize and poke their finger at me, they say, well, I brought somebody down there. And there was nothing happened to them. That's the same old devil that said, come down off the cross, we'll believe it. It still lives in man today. Now, friend, I couldn't say nothing to be honest before God until I knew about it. Would you expect me to stand up here upon the, the uh, well, I call the intoxication of your rebuke or something, and do something wrong to call God's uh, church to have a reproach upon it? Never. I listen to one person, that's God. Managers or anything, I have, I think, the best managers in the world. They don't, they can, instead of meeting anywhere they wish to, find a liberty, whatever the Spirit of God says do, do it. If he called me from this platform right now to go pray for somebody across the nation, I'd go right there. No matter what happened here, I'd go right there. It's better to obey than to sacrifice. That's true. When a people tells me something, sometimes I'll catch a person and look right at him. And many times, if you'll notice, I'm always turning. That's, I know that the pull of the faith coming into me. If I stop, it'll start calling people. And I try to keep from that, just as much as I possibly can, looking around upon the audience, so as soon as you contact a person, eventually start raising. Nine out of ten will start. And when you do, then that, but that doesn't heal the person. But if, if you can get the people to believe them, sometimes speaking to them, tell them what's wrong, well then it'll, it'll, they'll believe, they'll give them faith. But I couldn't tell you what's wrong with you until God first showed me. And Jesus passed by the cripples and left them lay there. He said, I can do nothing except the Father showed me first. Is that right? St. John 5, 19. Very often you just come to do nothing in himself or what he sees the Father doing. It has to be showed first. Balaam, when he tried to curse Israel, he blessed Israel. And Balaam asked him why. He said, how can any prophet say anything that God put it in his mouth? See? You can't say it. There's no need. So just keep praying, everybody in the attitude of prayer, and then believe. And if God tells me anything to say to you, I'll say it. And when I say it, believe it. You're not going to a lady come in the prayer line. 
just having a fast line. She's walking across this, I believe, across the old pond. And she was walking through the line on her crutches. And I said, Sister, would you believe me as God's servant? She said, Yes, sir. I said, Go up to the place and throw your crutches down and go on down walking. And she said, But, sir, I've, I've been on these crutches here for two years. I said, You'll probably always be on them. And she went on. It was over. About 20 minutes later, a lady come through. The two ushers had to help her. I felt the spirit drawing to her. She looked up. She was crying. I said, Mother, do you believe? She said, I believe with all my heart that whatever you'd ask God, God would do. I said, walk up there. I told the lady of all, go and throw those crutches away and go on. She stood and watched her. She walked up there. They had to help her. Moral things to people. She helped one like that. Put her crutches and throw them down and down through that building. She went around and around. Screaming. Now, what if she wouldn't have done that? I have to know first. Can you obey and do what you're told to do? When you get out of here to some critical doctor, all doctors won't be that narrow-minded. But if some critical doctor tells you you're not healed and so forth and don't believe in that, you just go right on and do what God told you to do. Don't you listen to Go to another doctor if you want to see a doctor. That'll serve God. Serve God. Now, you, now remember, I am not against doctors or medical treatment, hospitals or anything that can help anybody Release poor suffering humanity. God bless every effort to touch for I pray that God will send some kind of a, a serum somewhere to those scientists that will kill every cancer there is in the world. I hope that he'll send something at a kill TV or anything can be done. I trust that he'll do it. I pray that he will do it. But now, brother, there's no healing can take place unless God calls for it himself. I'm the Lord that healeth all of our diseases. It can only be through God. The best of doctors take their own medicine and die. That's true. Therefore, along here, you're not long ago, I've seen where a Christian science woman was trusting God for her child in California to die. And from Maine to California, the papers voted out. Divine meaning, all fanaticism, baby dies without medical treatment. And the same time that was passing over the nation, the doctors lost at least 10,000 cases. But they wouldn't want the brand medical science fanaticism. If I could go here at the graveyards tonight and say, all you died under medical treatment, stand up. And all you died under trust in the Lord, stand up. Weigh him in the balance. False for the goose is for the gander. And if you have to measure all divine healing because one case was lost, then if one case is lost under medical treatment, it's fanaticism. Come let us reason together. That is right. If one case is lost by divine healing, because someone had not enough faith to walk up to receive it, and it all has to be branded fanaticism, then one medical treatment that was lost, one patient, when there's hundreds dying in your city and around about daily under medical treatment. That's right. Now, the things that man ought to do, if you've got any heart, if they're not wild about money, you're afraid they're going to lose a few pennies. If you'll just come together and say, brother, ministers and all together, let's work together with this thing and try to help our fellow man, it'll be better off. The world will be God will bless us. That's true. I do not say anything against medical science or against anything. I'm not 
not here to make judgment. I'm here to preach the gospel and pray for the sick. And I can heal no one. No doctor can heal anyone. They never did claim to be healed. Males is the best authorities they get to have. They said, we do not claim to be healers. We claim to assist nature. There's one healer that's God. That's right. That's the best authority. So if a doctor tells you he's a healer, it's a black. God. Minister, I've seen just as many black ministers as I have doctors too. Anything that don't believe in God's word to me is a quack. That's right. You're willing to stand out and take the word the way it is and say it's right or wrong. Now, believe God, have faith in God. And when the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is here to inspire you, remember, God will make your body come into your confession. If you say you're a drunkard and you want to drink, don't worry, you'll still do it. If you say you're a sinner and want to sin, you'll be right into it. If you say you're a Christian and leave it all along, God will bring your testimony, will bring you right into it. If you believe in healing and believe that God is healed, confess it and God will make your body obey your confession. For he's the high priest of your setting at the right hand of the Father now with his own blood to make intercession for any confession upon anything that he died for. And he died to rid sin and sickness is a result of sin. He was wounded for our transgressions with his stripes. We are healed. Remember, as faith, don't waver, stand up. Just thinking of a page one time, one of the worst I ever seen. Just before the passage. You'd like to, how many would like to give it to you? So you can send it, get some of these testimonies. I shall tell you night after night. All right, if you want this testimony, write to, let's see, write to Reverend G.H. Brown, 505 Victor Street, Little Rock, Arkansas. As I was telling, they made fun of that handkerchief about it being done. I couldn't expect unbelievers to believe that. It's for those who believe. Now, was in the same meeting, and the same night, the little lady was there with her handkerchief that was not stained from the blood. And there her arm was laying wide open and standing there before thousands of people as a witness. And the blood was stopped, and they couldn't understand why it was stopped, because God stopped. How do you ever get here on earth, anyhow? How is the germ of life ever formed? Notice by the Creator God. Now closely for a moment. About 11 o'clock, Brother Brown said to me in the auditorium, he said, Brother Brown, when can you get to the psychopathic case? That they're they usually condensing themselves because they disturb and sometimes when those spirits come out of the people, it's horrible the way they act. He said, I've got the awfulest year i ever seen in my life before they brought you. We're having a glorious meeting that we put him down on the basement, down there. And I just come down the street and was amazed. You know our little song, Only Believe? I was coming down that morning in the elevator, and I heard someone singing, Only Believe, All Things Are Possible, Only Believe. And it was the elevator before I was down there, sitting in here, and I went to I went on down and started down along the street, like that way down to the back part of the city. I heard a mother rocking a little baby in an old bottom chair, hickory bottom. I mean, old an old hickory bottom chair when we used to lay from the hickory and raise and rock on one of myself. They were 
The little old mother had her baby up, and she was just way back where I said, Only believe, only believe, all things are possible. I said, Oh, God, how I'm going to That lady visited me. Wound well, down one of the cutest little things over with a little boy. He was playing some marble there, and I was walking by and watched him. And a little fellow had one of these trousers down and one up. He started to shoot his marble like that. He got down to me, raised up, brushed his leg off, said, Only believe, only believe, all things are Singing only believe for he was going to shoot his marble. And that night in the service, Brother Brown said, Come down here, Brother Branham, and I'll show you a sight that you've never seen. I went down the steps, and there stood a very typical old Arkansas brother, standing there with a pair of washed out overalls on, standing on the steps as he went out to the auditorium. And I said, How did you, sir? He said, Did you, Brother Branham? Went on down. I said, where's the case? said, there she is. And leaning over there was a lady, a strong looking, great strong arms and hands. And the blood was just streaking down the way. And she laying on her back, her feet sticking right up in her hands, right up like that, laying on her back, laying over her arms. And I said, why is she bleeding? That Brother Branham said she lost her mind from a shot that the doctor gave her in the He gave her a shot and it went to her mind and she lost her mind and said, she's in the institution for 10 years and said, I've got five little children at home that I've sold my farm and everything I've had to try to treat her so they finally had to take her away. And, and I found her that there's been a lady before from over Pineville over there at the Mississippi at the uh, institution had been insane 10 years her mind went up fast by and she grabbed a hold of my pants and her daughter said God have mercy said brother Branham asked God I said you believe he'll do it said yes and then I asked God to bless you and they broke her head on the floor and a young lady now about a, two weeks after that I was in San Antonio I heard somebody arguing outside the little place where I was at the little tourist came said I want to see brother Branham and brother Kitson said I just can't permit that said he's in there praying he said well I just want to shake his hand I looked out the window, and I seen him as a soldier boy. And I opened the door, and I said, you want to see me, sir? And he said, are you Brother Branham? He said, yes, sir, oh, Brother Branham. He come to his arms around me. Kissed me on the side of the neck, and I said, what's the matter, soldier boy? He said, Brother Branham, you remember the other night over in San Antonio where a lady was bumping her head? And I said, oh, and you see lady? He said, yeah. Because that is my mother. He said, I went overseas. She didn't even know I was in the war. And said, she's in there for 10 years. He said, Brother Branham, they just looked her from the institution center home. He said, she's preparing dinner when I land. He said, I just wanted to hug you and say that I'm so happy that Mother is home in her right mind. And I said, well, now, Brother, are you a Christian? He said, yes, Brother. He brought me through the battles and everything. I trusted him. And I said, well, God bless you. Just go give praise to God. And they had heard of this, and he told me, the man on the steps that night, said, he heard about it. And I said, well, and your wife would say, yeah. I said, well, I shall go out. At that time, there was no discerning. He hadn't come to me yet. Annoying. I had to take hold of people's hands to contact their body. That never comes with us. Right, just about a year ago this time, I guess, in Vancouver, Britain, I believe it was, in Canada. Then he promised it would come, but it hadn't come yet. As quick as I get through, we'll start the church. Notice. 
And I said, I'll go out and take a hold of her hand. And said, he said, Brother Branham, don't you go. I said, she'll kill you. He said, I couldn't even get an ambulance to bring her here. But I hired a brother, five of them. And they got her in the car and said, she kicked all the glasses out of the car. And then five men got hold of her. That's why she's bleeding like that. That she can't get off her back. Oh, she's been there for two years. I said, well, I'll go over and see. He said, don't do that. I said, oh, sure. I walked over, young in the way. Not knowing exactly how to deal with demons, and you never know until you're tired. That you better be careful what you're doing. Remember when some boys who didn't have the authority tried to do something like that? They come on man. And I walked over to where she was. She just laid there, and she had her hands up, back her eyes, and I died like that. And I said, "How do you do, sister?" She never made a move. I caught her by the hand. Let me have your hand. I took her by the hand like that. It was a great thing that God was with me and merciful to my ignorance. With that strong arm, ten times their normal power, if anybody ever dealt with it, insanity, that's the devil that's on those people. Demons, well, if the power of the devil can make a man ten times his strength, what would the power of God on him if you're crippled or whatever it is? How much stronger God is than the devil when it's on you? See? Then she jerked me with that big arm. I... Was way smaller then than I am now. I weighed about 130 pounds. And she pulled me so hard till she pulled me off the floor. And she would have threw me right against the wall with that arm like that. And just for the grace of God, my foot here hit right across her bosom. And it jerked out of her hand. And I listened. I turned and started to run and jumped on the steps. And here come that woman across the floor on her back. Doing just like this, you Just like a serpent. Moving, chasing me across the floor. Demon. The devil. I believe in a personal devil. Yes, sir. That's what was all that woman. She was crawling like a serpent, moving her body. Chasing me. And I got up on the steps. I, well, I've been in the institution. Seen, I've seen all kinds of stuff. I've seen young ladies strip their clothes and, and take the, uh, the part of the bedpan, wash her face with it and everything else in institutions, but never did I ever see anything like that. And here she was chasing me in a hissing and a blowing like a servant. She said, I told you. I said, brother, I never seen anything like that. I said, my, that's truly the devil in her. She said, and brother, Brandon, she's a good woman. He said, now you say there's no vibrations, and what can I do? He said, I stole my mule. The last thing I had to get the brothers to harm to bring to this 200 and something miles down here. He just broke down to cry and throw his head against the wall like that. I said, just a minute, brother. I said, those vibrations don't mean nothing. That just tells the disease. Do you believe if I'll ask God? But I believe with all my heart. I turned around and she put her big strong feet against the side of the wall. And she hit like that and it was a bench sitting there where that somebody had been sitting on. And she hit that with her head. And just a big piece of hair flew out of her head and the blood came out and broke off a piece and she grabbed that and threw it like that and knocked the plaster from the wall close to her. And she's going, nail funny laugh like that. Just tearing on. And I said, Well, I never seen anything like that. And she turned herself around to look at me. 
she said, William Branham, you have nothing to do with me. I brought her here. Well, the man looked at me and said, why, that's the first word she's spoken to you. And she don't even know her own name. How did she know you? I said, brother, listen, that's not her. That's that devil recognizing the gift of God. That's what it is. I said, he knows that, and he knows his time has come. She said, I brought her here. You had nothing to do with me. I said, do you believe, sir? He said, with all my heart. I said, Satan, she's about as far from me as that sinner quote. I said, Satan, this man has done all that he can do. His doctors and everything has done all they can do. And you determined to hold a woman. But I adjure thee, by Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that you come out of the woman and leave her. He just lay there and blows till he turned. I looked around at him, I said, do you believe? He said, Brother Bram, I haven't got nothing else to do but believe. So what shall I do with her? I said, take her on back to the institution. Let them say she will. If you don't doubt, are you seeing something of that woman here? I go, but you realize now that she called my name. She don't know me. He said, I said, if Satan knew that gift. He said, I'll do just what you tell me to do. I said, go, thanking God for her healing. Take her on back to the institution. She'll be coming home one of these days. He said, all right. About three weeks from here, I'll be doing it. Stopping in for two days, sir. And I looked sitting out there, and I've seen a man, his wife, and five little children, one little baby, three years old. And I seen that woman kept waving at me. I wonder why she was waving. And she said, she's waving, her husband kept waving. I thought, oh, who is that? Her husband said, don't you know me, Brother Branham? I said, no, I don't. She said, you remember the woman over there that was in the insane institution? I said, yes, this is her. And I said, yes. He said, I'll take her on back the next morning and said we had no trouble with her at all. We put her in the institution, as you said, do. And the following morning, she was setting up in the cell when the nurse went in. She ate her breakfast, and the third day she was dismissed from the institution to home in her right mind, a normal woman. Brothers, hallelujah. I say this, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and every demon knows the authority of God, and it don't really have to be anything else but to believe on the Jesus Christ with all your heart and be healed. That's right. You believe this? Oh, man and women, brothers and sisters, why, why can't we now, with one accord, say, Jesus, I believe you, and I'm accepting it. Oh, how glorious it would be. How wonderful. Listen, the apostolic way of holding a healing meeting is to be preaching. Seeing what God is doing and then speaking it out. For you find faith. Men and women to believe. To have faith in God. To believe on God. And God will grant it to them. Do you believe it? Be in prayer. Let's ask God to help us just a minute. Oh, Jesus. Surely, Lord, truth will take hold. Surely truth will be. Oh God, you know all these people in here. You know their condition. You 
know all about them. You know their faith. Father, I pray that, that you'll give them faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing of the word. Grant it tonight. Bless this audience with a great outpouring of thy blessings. May men and women realize and see that what the word is being taught, believe on the law. We're thinking of the centurion now. When he said, I'm not worthy that you come under my roof. Just speak the word, for I'm under authority, and you have an authority. And whatever you say, it's going to be just that way. Lord, give men and women tonight to know that you are still in authority. You have authority over cripples, over blindness, over cancer, over all diseases, over sin. You truly deserve it. You died for that purpose. You took off place at the cross. You bore in your body the infirmities. And now, Lord, to free us, and you sent the Holy Spirit, and he testifies of it. You sent the Word, it testifies of it. You sent ministers, they testify of it. You sent your gift, and it testifies of it. Oh, God grants that a great arm of faith will move through the building. Heal those that are in need. For we ask that in his name and for his glory. Amen. I love him with all my heart. And I want everybody to know that, that I love the Lord Jesus with all my soul, heart, mind. Someone said not long ago, give me a thread in a certain city. He said, if you don't quit preach divine healing, we'll throw a bomb on the platform. I said, the smoke won't dry up till I'll be in glory. I said, that's all right. Why do we fear? My God before you, who can be against you? You know it's written in the Bible, it's better that a millstone was hanged at your neck and drowned to the depths of the sea than to offend these that believe in me. These signs shall follow them that believe in me. That's not my anointing. Do my prophets no harm. If you fight, God can't fight. Stand still, let God fight. He'll bring it to pass. Amen. He'll forever critic. Everything to shame. Be a bleeding brother. Let's settle down to faith. I'm going to tonight. I've asked God tonight. I'll tell you what I'll get. I asked him when I come over here. So let us be the night that when sick and afflicted people everywhere, they kind of broke in a little last night, and there was those who were in need, raised, and went out of this building cold. It can be tonight a hundred percent. See? Dealing with one at a time. I, I, with those prayer cards. I, I just have to take one at a time and here comes maybe the different diseases. That only tells what's wrong with the person. But it's the faith in God that heals them. Believe the authority. Believe God. Look and live. And the brass serpent couldn't pray for nobody, could it? The brass serpent, what did they do to the brass serpent? You believe that was God's gift to Israel? They looked and lived. The angel on the pool of the water of the desert didn't pray for nobody. 
except in the water in the field. Is that right? God is the only way that you can be healed. Now, look at the way I'm blessed to tell you the word. I believe God. How many prayers? All right, I guess there's plenty of them. All the prayer cards are out. Maybe some left. Oh, my. Look on your prayer card. That's your Bible wrote on. You've got some things you can think. That's all you can be told up here. But why don't you accept it without that? That's the idea. Be faithful. Believe. My eyes are looking on this audience. Something's taking place to me right now. I don't know why. I can't call that prayer line somehow. I believe God is wanting something else this time. I believe he'll answer my prayer. Now, friends, I'm not stalling. God knows my heart. I'm standing here because I believe the Holy Spirit wants to do something. For the people. Oh my, how glorious. Everyone, just be in prayer. Just a minute, I want to go down here and look into the audience. Just look around. Everybody look this way and have faith in believe. Let's make a circle and come to the building. Have faith in God bless you, brother. Right over the top of your back there, step aside. I think it's too late here. Look at these signs of belief. Young lady sitting there, please. Do you believe me, sister, with all your heart? Do you believe God sent me here for your healing? You're a stranger. I don't know. God knows I know nothing. And I know nothing of you now. But I want you to look this way. One thing I know of this, that you haven't lived a life that you want to live, that you haven't been to Christian if you want to be a good life. That's true. You haven't lived a victorious life, because it's the other you are for me. But I see all sorts. Here, here is what's wrong with you. If I can tell you what's wrong with you, will you believe me? All right. You're suffering with a kidney. No, it isn't the bladder, though. Is that right? Information. You're right. If I try to hold up your hand. I want you to go home. You believe my word will be authority to you out of the word of God? Go home and serve God with all your heart. You shall be over that. Amen. You accept it? Say amen. Amen, you do. That's such a gentleman sitting in front of you there holding a prayer card. He is sitting out there. All right, look at here, this way, sir, see your figure. You're suffering with arthritis, aren't you? Arthritis. Hey, uh, you're the father of this girl, too, aren't you? Isn't that right? Stand on your feet, Jesus Christ healed you that arthritis. You don't need it anymore. Come on out of the building with her. Glorify God. You're healed now. You don't need your prayer card. Go down on the floor and go on. You don't need the thing. Let's say praise the Lord, everybody. Here's what God wants to do with the people. Go right on out and rejoice. What about you, sister, sitting there in a wheelchair? Or you're not in, no, yes, it's for your child. Look this way. Child's afflicted, spastic, that child. I see you had something on your mind. Say. Or I see, you've been in my services before. Isn't that right? 
Isn't that true? You sure? No, it's another service. She was another service besides it. They you had a little girl that's been healed. Is that right? Cross-eyed, real hideous, is healed. Is that right? If it is, raise your hand and say, that's the truth, sister. God bless you. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, can't fail. What do you think about it, sister? Step here at arthritis. Get up on your feet. Jesus heals you now of your arthritis. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Look, sister, you hear the red hat on. Look this away. You believe with all your heart? You do look this way just a moment, if you can. Just You're suffering with cancer. Is that right? Yeah, you've been operated on for that cancer. Is that right? It failed. Jesus Christ has healed you of the cancer now. That's right. Have faith. Believe. What about you, lady, sitting at here? You want to be healed? Look on me and believe. You believe God sent me as his prophet? I see that you're suffering. Say you belong to a different church, too, don't you? Let me say this. You're a Quaker, I believe, by faith. Isn't that right? If it is, raise your hand and say that. Your body was epilepsy. Is that right? Epilepsy? Have faith in God. He'll make you well and make you completely whole. You believe with all your heart? Go worship Him and believe Him. A little lady sitting there. That female trouble you had, sister, done left you about ten minutes ago when you were saying there. Raise up. Yeah, you putting your arm around her, huh? You was real nervous too, wasn't you? You got healed also. The lady with her eye trouble sitting right there next to you was healed a few minutes ago also. You're healed, sister. God bless you. Now, why are you pointing your finger? A little girl pointing to me? Look on me. You believe that Jesus Christ sent me here? Would you accept my word as the prophet? The little girl was born deaf and dumb. Is that right? Jesus Christ makes her whole. Go have her feet. That's right. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is coming God. This lady sitting here clapping her hands, looking this way, studying blind beside that little boy there. Have faith, sister. Jesus Christ will heal you and make you whole. You believe that? You believe it with all your heart? Have faith. Touch her on the arm there. You believe it with all your heart? Rise up and come over this way then. Have faith. God bless you. Don't doubt. You got your sight now. If you just come on move this way, come on this way and move on. God will get, maybe you have your... Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, sister. He heals it. Look this way. Here you are. That's it. Don't keep your eyes just away everywhere. Lady, you sitting bound in that wheelchair there, in that chair. You believe sitting there with the green-looking dress on? Stand up on your feet, Jesus Christ heals you. That's right. Let's say praise the Lord. Come forward. Who wants to be healed in the spirit of the Lord? Somebody help the lady give her a little strength. There she comes. Raise up your hands, accepting that this minute they want. 